Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Welcome back to Dum Dums 2099, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into a futuristic world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Alan, Declan, and Honor System decided to kidnap the CEO of House Rathburn and fake her death. Will they be able to successfully turn LOLO's body into Bethany Rathburn? Will they be able to kidnap a CEO without killing her? And what the hell will happen when our heroes contact the prodigals? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons 2099. Fact is we're going to need help at some point. I mean, we do have the twists, but there seem to be five of them, and I don't think they have a car. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think, Alan? Should we try to set up a meeting or a contact with this Atrix hard drive fella? We need to at least meet him, yes. And I'm imagining we'll keep your name out of this so they don't know that we're showing up with a, a wizard. Or are we marching you right out front and we're saying, take your fucking shot, boys? We can play it a little close to the vest until we get a sense of them. All right. Honor system, you're the best at all of this ex-Japan business. I think ex-Japan is their equivalent of like Facebook. Like it's just the <laughs> biggest social app is ex-Japan. We're like, okay, so if you want to just try to set up a meeting, promise him that we've got some major contacts and some killer inside intel. You know, we'll give him like everything we've given Tony the chainsaw plus one. <laughs> so one other question I had for you is it's been a while now that theoretically Alan is always being Tiffany out and about. How are you justifying Tiffany Rathburn not living at home and not answering calls and so on and so forth? Do you have a, a cover for that or what, what are you doing with that? She's at a spa. You well, know? Bourbon Sherbert, I think, is taking the calls because we could probably do like a mm-hmm. voice recognition, allow Bourbon to handle the business. Okay, that makes sense. Honestly, um, it's just like Tiffany's getting clean. At yeah. least I think she would be in the eyes of Typhus. I think that's something that she'd want to be. I don't think she'd want to continue her like party girl persona so i think having a healthy cutting off okay so it's like going to passages where it's as much a spa as a rehab yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay no i like that a lot that's a really good cover yeah. story sorry that was just a, a detail that that was lingering for yeah, me so yeah, i wanted yeah. to make sure we, we handled that so you've decided that you want to reach out to atrix hard drive uh and see what the prodigals are planning do you want to do this before or after dealing with bethany i think we might make the overture because we don't know how long this process yeah. takes with like call and response kind of thing but i think it's like maybe check in but bethany is our big priority because we've got mechfest as a deadline and the prodigals could just either not respond or we could get like fuck you or like give us your mage or we'll shoot you (laughs) yeah and we're not doing that so we got to map that bethany bethany first this corpse is rotting in our van side note we might need to change what the van looks like now people know it (laughs) yeah we definitely didn't buy this van no 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 we we joke we stole this van from a friend 
who was not really a Meanwhile, friend. Meanwhile, back in the noodle shop. Oh, man. They must be having quite an adventure if they've needed the van for this long. And then he just eats some noodles. <laughs> noodles! In my head, I'm like, I feel like I owe someone credits, but I'm not going to pay it. <laughs> you can reach out to Atrix before you go. That's an easy enough thing. So you, you kind of leave a message. But the plan is to go after Bethany, yeah? Yeah, we got to get this yeah. done. Okay, so... Bethany Rathburn is obviously the CEO of one of the major houses. It's not like she just walks down the street without security and, and all that sort of stuff. So what I'd like from you is a plan of how to kidnap her, essentially. You know that she lives in Nairfrost, so that's easy enough. She has kind of a mansion north of the city. Like, there's a lot of stuff that you kind of have access to that's just kind of public knowledge. Yeah. Um, but she's kind of out in the equivalent of the Beverly Hills part of it. So large properties, heavy security, the offices. She has offices in Waterdeep and Nairfrost. As much as I'd like to play Tiffany, I'm hesitant to use Tiffany to do this only because... Anything that's planned, like her schedule is going to be very precise. We don't want Tiffany's mother's security coming after us. We don't want to have to deal with that as well. Well, I think we got sort of a balance there because if you kill her, then you become CEO. So they're your security. Do so we know like, that that's how that would work? That her personal security detail would automatically be like, oh, well, you're the boss now. That would be huge if like if we could yeah. definitely count on that. That is like part of the plan. Based on the way the system is currently set up, she would at least have control of Rathburn Industries until a new CEO could be appointed. Right. It's not an entirely feudal system, but Typhus wouldn't have any interest in Tiffany marrying Adonis if he wasn't convinced that the board would ultimately vote Tiffany in. Especially right. if she had Typhus influence behind her, I would imagine. Yeah, Tiffany alone, not a great CEO. Tiffany married to Adonis, pretty good CEO. Yeah, your corporation yeah. will turn profit. Um, have we got any opposition research? If we can all do a deep dive to our contacts, because there's got to be something. Every one of these fuckers always has some weird weakness where they love prostitutes or they love drugs or they have a secret family they're hiding somewhere. <laughs> or something weird where they have to like sneak away to make a poor decision because rich people are stupid. Is there anything like that that anyone is aware of? You can roll me a no check or you could do a connect check, which would allow you to try and find people who might have useful data for you. Yeah, I'll do a connect check and reach out to my contacts to see if we can find anything on Bethany. They're both minus one for me, so I'll just roll and see what happens. I'm going to do a no just because in my research of Tiffany, I might have found something. Sure. Yep, that works. Nine. Six. Three. Okay, so Declan, your contacts unfortunately come back empty. The Rathburns are very wealthy, <laughs> very, very wealthy. And I think unlike Typhus, who kind of has used his wealth to build mass industry, I think they butterball their money a lot more. So scrubbing is exquisite. And I think we can say that their company deals in web technology. So it's like not finding anything shitty about Google on Google. Um, <laughs> so unfortunately, no luck there. Alan, in terms of your research into Tiffany... You get the sense that Bethany's definitely an absentee parent figure. She's very, very good at being CEO, but as a result, really doesn't have much time or interest in Tiffany other than kind of keeping the line alive. Mm. She is known to rarely be home. She's often kind of jetting between offices. You know that, and Bourbon, I think, can help you with this because he's been fielding so many calls. It seems that the... Waterdeep office is kind of where she's been spending most of her time. Okay. That said, she does have an invitation to MechFest, and it's kind of seen as a major slight to Typhus if his fellow board members don't show up. Mm. So the odds of her being in Nairfrost soon are very high, but the operations in Waterdeep have been disrupted by the gang war, and as a result, she's working hard there to make sure that the network stays running. I relay that to the guys. 
All right, what if we go back to an idea that was presented originally? We do have proof that Typhus is involved in this war and that he's reached out to Tiffany because we got the recording of Typhus saying, kill your mum. Mm-hmm. Also, that dead lady, I did it and I'm king of the universe. Look <laughs> at my handsome jawline and my sociopathic glass eyes. That is not an accurate quote. Fair enough. Well, you know what? I'll <laughs> review the record later. But what I'm thinking is, if we could get a private meeting between Tiffany and her mum, because we want to pass along information about Typhus, we could cut together a little bit of that video that perhaps might be undeniably interesting so that we know it's not faked, because she'll definitely have someone review it. Uh, and then we can bring the rest and the other facts and move forwards. But it's got to be done in secret, because Typhus is everywhere. And if Typhus knows, oh no, we lose out on this opportunity for capitalism. So... We set up a meeting in the middle of nowhere, shoot whoever she brings, <laughs> try to kidnap her. Neutral ground would give us a huge advantage instead of trying to assault her mansion or offices. Yeah, also, if we're somewhere in the middle of nowhere, we might be able to call in some friends or something if we need to. Just, it's a smash and grab where we can leave a corpse. Like the twists. Twists might be a great option on who we could call for this. Because then all we do is we shoot her bodyguards with mm-hmm. our team of psychopaths, who Tiffany does not have. <laughs> Then uh, we leave a corpse, spray a little shit on it, fuck, fuck off. Oh, it works for me. If things go south, do we want to leave some evidence that, you know, another house did this? Genetic evidence? I think it would be ideal for us to do that. So we could change maybe a little bit of Alan's mm-hmm. genes. On our system, we could just put some blood in your hand or something. We clone, I have no idea. Or we can change mine. Like, yeah, I think... Leaving those things is a good mm-hmm. idea. I still have pieces of Typhus samurai bot armor. All right. So, yeah, if we fail, then we're all dead. But it looks like Typhus, which is a nice kick in the balls from on the way to hell. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Wicked. So... I kind of feel bad for killing Tiffany. Now? Well, thanks I for mean... sharing, Alan. You've been the woman for a month. I know. Here's the thing. You feel like you're identifying with her. The problem is you're actually just identifying with you. We sent her into rehab. Tiffany's just you now. You're like, why did I kill me? You didn't. She was a drunk cunt. She did kill her. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I did 90% of the work. If you'd left her alone, she would have died anyways. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Guilt has passed. Does... <laughs> Like a cloud across the sun. <laughs> so we're going to say then an abandoned facility kind of north of Nairfrost. Can you roll me a... Sometimes these skills really don't fucking apply to anything. Do you want it to be that we all roll for the primary skill we'd be using in that meeting? We're like, I roll for if it's got a sniper position. Honor system rolls for if it's got like a good exit for him to drive out of. And Alan rolls for if it's convincing for mom. And we just choose a skill that plays. Sure. Okay. So for Alan, then that's talk. For honor system, that's pilot. And for Declan, that's shoot. Come on, baby. These are better numbers. That's an eight. Six for Alan. Ten for Declan. You managed to locate a town to the south that's pretty much abandoned. It's It was previously a mining town, but the mine itself collapsed, and as a result, things kind of dried up. So there was a bunch of industry built there that is now just abandoned. You uh, agree to meet her at, in a town called Fandolin. Part of the reason, Honor System, that you like this location is there's enough of the town that there's some kind of things to duck and weave through. Also, you're not that far off the main kind of highway that connects all of the major cities. So you've got a few exit routes that are decent. And then, Alan, with MechFest coming up and everything that's going on, Bethany isn't tremendously interested in meeting. Yeah. The clip is of interest to her, but she demands that you just send it to her office. Well, that's not going to work. 
I kind of want to play this as part of my rehab to see her. Can you roll me a talk or connect check? Okay, and I'm going to use inspiration. Cool. I got to use So connect. inspiration for uh, skill checks in this would be roll three, take the best two. So it's going to be eight. Bethany is still fairly cold. The emotional appeal doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. But now you've kind of given her two reasons to come to this meeting. And I'll say with an eight, you also mentioned that Adonis has proposed because the marriage has been arranged, mm-hmm. hasn't been announced yet. And that immediately gets her attention. Okay. She's like, fuck. So she agrees to meet you there tomorrow. She says, uh, obviously, this is a very delicate situation. She understands that the mine is an ideal place to meet because there won't be any surveillance tech. Mm-hmm. And she says uh, she'll have her people secure the site and then the meeting can take place. And then she hangs up on you. Okay. Wish I knew how many people she was bringing. <laughs> you know you have a mine. You know you have an abandoned town. You know that Bethany is sending an advanced team to secure the location. But you do know that she will be there in person. So that's what you've got. Yeah. So I think we got to invite the twists. Now that we know that yeah. they're bringing their own fucking army, there's no scenario where we're like, and now two of us kidnap everything. <laughs> yeah. We'll be like all together kind of sitting around a table now that we've scouted and got the confirmations. Stitch, very useful and very murderous. Do we feel like mm. Stitch would be another body to put into our little army for this one? Well, yeah, why not? Oh, shit. We also got to tell Stitch about the fact that we need them to hang on to Bethany Rathburn for like however long the fuck this is. They'll be fine. Very generous, <laughs> uh, that donker. So we currently have two Rathburn insignia from the regulator outfits that we had picked up before, Mm -hmm. which means, okay, I can wear one and be a Rathburn person, and we can theoretically hammer one into or use one or however we need to to adapt one for honor system to make it clear it's not a typhus bot. Sublime Trist and the Twists, do we play into the hand openly, which is Tiffany arrives 15 minutes late in a van that lands in the area, with the twists as her bodyguards, and you and I just play, we're Rathburn security on her behalf, and we've been there the whole time, so we're part of the team. That seems the most honest way to get people into the space. Does anybody have any other ideas? Bethany might be suspicious about the twists. Like, I don't know, would it be weird having people around her with no house affiliation? We killed two biker bodyguards on Tiffany's way to meet with House Typhus. There is a chance that the twists will fit the profile. What if we get the Mm. twists to all wear, like, bodyguard suits? Like, we play them as mercenary security. Yeah, I think we'd have to. I mean, you, you killed off a lot of other security, as we know. Vaguely uninsurable. Sort of demand to drive your own vehicle and several of your bodyguards have died. Maybe they got to have like a new outfit that you like hired for your personal security because mm-hmm. you couldn't afford the big firms because they're expensive and no one wants to get killed by you. That tracks. That makes sense. All right. And uh, maybe we leave Stitch out of this because the donker just asks a lot of questions wherever we put them. Then we've yes. got our vehicle. Perfect. We'll make it look professional. We'll have some sort of vehicle. We'll have to rent you something expensive and dumb and terrible for you to drive mm-hmm. in and... I get the new seahorse? Let's see what we can rent for you. <laughs> I'm going to need a connect check for the twist gang. I can go for this one. Like if I'm going to reach out through the message boards, because yeah. that's not so much Alan's skill set. Yeah, uh, and I, I have one point of inspiration from when I taught Alan how to use a gun that I've just been saving up. So I'll use it for this because we got to be in this fight together. <laughs> that is 
12. Sublime Trist picks up and is immediately like, yep, this makes sense. So she says she'll reach out to her contacts. She met a few of her people, but given the kind of line of work she came from, she actually has a pretty vast network. So she's able to reach out to some biker types and some harder soldiery types because people have fetishes of all sorts. And uh, she gets them to mount up and they'll they'll be on hand. And they, they'll look roughly equivalent to the guys that you fought earlier. Great. In terms of the vehicle... I have stolen vehicles before. I would say notice mm. pilot or fix would be fine. Then I would choose pilot because it's on my list. Nine. You find it's like technically just the last of the previous year's seahorses, but like it looks nice enough that you think Alan will be happy. I think this might just be honor system doing a nice thing for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you find the vehicle, as we established last time, they're nice, but also badly made. So it's a pretty easy steal for you. Can you roll me a stealth check, please? Eight. Despite being kind of a, a large robot samurai, <laughs> <laughs> you manage to Jimmy the Lock get in, and somehow you're able to kind of pass yourself off as like a chauffeur bot. As, uh, as I just bring a hat. Yeah, there you go. Everyone's like, oh, that's it's <laughs> a very hardy chauffeur bot. But also, yeah. honestly, this world is dangerous enough that I would fully buy someone being like, I want an assassin droid as my driver. <laughs> like uh, that tracks. So you drive the seahorse. We're going to say this one is Hospital Green. Just that, like, slightly, oh. like, just that weird paint color that yeah. they use. In, yeah, it's like a greenish gray. No, yeah, some seasons are like, this will be a nice gift. <laughs> <laughs> so you manage to get that back to the hideout in one piece. So that's good. So you have the car, you have your escort, you have the meeting tomorrow. So you kind of have the night to do anything you want to do to plan. What is the next step for, for all of you? I think we should go. So I'm not like planning with you guys in character just because it's exhausting. Uh, <laughs> I, sh- shouldn't we get to the site as soon as possible so that we can scope out? The Rathburn agents scoping out the place, know where they're setting up, know what they view as places where they feel exposed, where, you know, look at what they're trying to fortify. Yeah, that's probably yeah. smart. Because, I mean, the other option would be that we drop in now and try to be like, hey, guys, here's what we've already found. And walking through the town as though we're Tiffany's reps. But I'm not a great talker and you're terrible at lying. So that would not play to our strengths. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not terrible. I just don't. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, so I think we need to go down to the site to scout out and keep an eye on what's happening mm-hmm. there. You might need to wait here to fly out with security, or do you want to go with us? What do you want to do, Anna? I am actually going to have a conversation with this woman. Like You will have to speak with her. She's not going to get out of the car if you're not in the middle of the yeah. zone to have a conversation. And you have to fly in to bring in the twists. Yeah. So we could bring you in to, like, I don't know, hang out with us at night, and then you got to drive away to drive yeah. back, or... No, okay, no. so we'll I'll, go I'll follow you. We'll go after. situate ourselves to like scout the city kind of from the outside and then sneak into where we need to be or find a good vantage point. So I assume then you're headed to Fandolin. Is that the the plan? Sounds yeah. like Declan and Honor System are going there now. And we've left Alan to contact the twists in the morning to show up for the meeting. Yeah. So Declan and Honor System, what vehicle are you taking? Probably just Peanut Heads Peanut Heads van. van. Yeah. Peanut Heads van. All right, great. So we'll, we'll cover it in a tarp or something when we land. <laughs> you fly south down the coast. Below you is kind of a a massive, wide, cracked highway. Back when wheeled vehicles were still the jam, this was very much what people used. And it's like a massive overpass and there's like streets under it. But now it's just kind of almost a guiding line for hover vehicles. Mm. Obviously, because you're in the air, you don't really need it, but it's just a nice way to control air traffic. The coast is actually kind of beautiful. There's a lot of this world is built up and very mechanized. But kind of looking out over the water is kind of both a literal and figurative breath of fresh air for both of you, I think. 
honor system. Have you spent much time thinking about nature or is this just kind of a, it's the scenery and it's moving by? It might be a distraction for honor system because I doubt he's encountered much nature up to this point. I mean, I mean, you can like read about it and look at pictures on like the Mm. net or whatever, but to actually kind of be in it probably for the first time since he attained consciousness, Mm -hmm. uh, it would probably be somewhat of a distraction and pulling at his mind. We, we have a mission to do, but at the same time, can't help but admire the scenery and think about that stuff. Would he say anything to Declan about it or would that just be kind of an internal thing for him? Maybe one of those naive robot things of just being like, was this what the world was like all over before the cities? Theoretically, I mean, there might even be more stuff. Uh, we kind of, from what I've heard, screwed up the environment pretty intensely with the technology. A shame. Hi, friends. It's me, Butthole, and I'm here to talk to you about how you can join some kind of Discord thing where you can talk with me and with Queenie and with Alan and with all of the other friends. There are even like Prince Mudbutt's there and a bunch of other people. All you have to do is apparently become a patron of our ear plays for one dollar. If you just do it one time, I mean, you should do more. Everyone's got a chip in at the fortress, but if you just do that one time, then you get to join a patron-only exclusive Discord forever, plus you get pre-session chats and DM chats at the end of every arc of some show called Dum Dums and Dragons. They tell me it's related to me somehow, but I'm not really sure, so patreon.com slash dice. That's D-U-M-B D-U-M-B D-I-C-E. And if you pay that dollar to join that discord you get a chance for me to say hello new friend to you so you fly off the main road towards the town of Phandalin there's some old signage and it's very much if you've been through any parts of North America where there was a major industry and everyone was really proud of it. And now that industry is gone and it's, you know, the signage was very proud of like steel town and hmm. steel's gone. So there's some very like optimistic signs for like Fandolin, home of the wave echo mine and like other things of that ilk. But they're all very rusted and mm. and clearly um, underused. You roll up into what's essentially a ghost town. There's sort of a central town square. There's kind of a, a large mansion that looks very disused and kind of abandoned. The mine is easy to find. There's like a massive complex built over the entrance of it. But uh, ultimately, yeah, this this feels like a dead place. That said, as you start to roll up to the town, you can see there are already a number of vehicles parked. Yes, this uh, is what we're looking for. And you can see what looks like Rathburn security forces outside the entrance. You can see some snipers. Like they, they really seem to have already made a pretty big installation here. So I think we would both already start talking about like numbers. And yeah, I mean, we would like that. We would pull over and down like no lights, like yeah. outside of the range where they would spot us theoretically. Yeah, and we'd have to scope it out like how many people are there if we had to do a, a rough lot. body count you can see two literally by the door two on the corner like there, there's a lot okay like it's it's not six people it's too many to quantify tactically too many for us to take with the twist yeah, like don't, don't yeah, take you would on, say yeah. at least 10 from what you can see and that's just outside and there's definitely going to be more can you roll me one of you roll me a notice check please does it matter go for it honor <laughs> system i'll be obsessed with this place Uh, That's a five. They look to be kind of in a holding pattern. Obviously, they aren't expecting anyone here tonight, but uh, they do seem to be alert. System, we've got these people. They're clearly aware. I don't know if we could sneak past them. And there's way, if we fuck this up, we just die. (laughs) We're screwed. 
I can't really talk my way in. We learned that last time when they shot me. What do you think the odds are we could take out a caravan going between the city and here if we know the time it's showing up at? I'm confident we could accomplish that. He like taps the steering wheel of the van, just thinking like, we'll just run them off the road, like run them, <laughs> like ran them out of the air if we need to. All right. So what if we get Alan and them to show up? You remember that greenery you liked so much? I think we might be able to hide some vehicles and then just take out a convoy. I would like that. Well, I guess it's time to make some phone calls. <laughs> and we just like turn around <laughs> and drive back away from Vandalin. Okay. So you managed to get through to the twists. Sublime is an assassin. The hit and run thing isn't really her jam. Mm-hmm. She can offer some snipers to lay down covering fire. And her contacts can get you the vehicles you need. But her crew can't physically participate in this. I think between That's- a magician, a sniper, and a psychopathic robot... I feel like we got pretty good yeah. odds of taking out a couple of bodyguards mm-hmm. when they think they're going somewhere friendly. So you've got your vehicles, you've got your plan. The next day you get situated in the woods lining the highway. And as I understand it, your plan is essentially to ram the convoy, try and take down Bethany's vehicle, extract her from that. And then are you going to leave the genetic body evidence or? Yeah, the hope mm-hmm. would be that, yeah, we'd like ditch LOLO's body. Mm-hmm. And then I imagine we had a conversation that was like, I don't know how we're going to get deal with this body. We can't just set it on fire. We don't know how much will be there. And we don't have time to get acid. I mean, acid would be so useful to just disguise all the features. And I just kind of raise my hand and it sizzles <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> See, I love how useful you are. (laughs) So one acid splash later, you have um, a a badly disfigured Bethany proxy. What vehicles are you all situated in? We would still be in the van. Trist was able to obtain some vehicles for you for this purpose. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, we'll go with like, yes, we'll get some heavy like loners so that we can kind of go up there and get it done. I mean, should I be in the stolen vehicle to at least keep up the ruse? Of like heading to the site? I think we got to keep you out of this. Yeah, because then you can go by. Because we also don't know how early Bethany will be. Mm -hmm. Theoretically, she doesn't have a lot of time to like sit around for security reasons, but we don't know. So yeah, you got to stay. I'm sure sure it'll be pretty tight schedule. She will be there right on time. Yeah. So you got to stay out of like the quote unquote ambush or you can show up to quote unquote help if it starts going really shit. Mm -hmm. Because you're also the closest thing we have to like a rocket launcher. Mm -hmm. And honor system, are you in the same vehicle as Declan? Do you have your own? What What is the rough plan? What will likely end up happening is Declan will want to hang back and snipe. So I think I will drive the vehicle that ends up intercepting the convoy. Like I, and I want to be close anyway with my sword. Yeah, so I guess so yeah, that I'd makes probably sense. drop you off somewhere. Probably drop me off wherever you think you'll ram it towards. You'll have like run the calculations and yeah. we'll go, okay, it's probably going to come down here-ish. Mm-hmm. So we'll say that's just kind of before the turnoff to mm-hmm. Fandolin. So you still have the option of kind of like driving it into the sea, but also the convoy will have to slow to make the turn. Perfect. Yeah, so I think the idea would be if I'm on where we know it's going to come down, that means honor system's theoretically hitting it towards me. So if I can shoot at a grav generator on my side, it should already be dipping to take the hit. So was there any other preparation you wanted to do before we launch into this? We'll put a vehicle like with me. I'm not a great driver, but this would just be like if I need to shove things into a car and flee, we've got that. And I guess we'd set up whatever snipers or help we got from Twist along the way to just kind of deal with whatever the main vehicle isn't, just like take out the rest. Do we have anyone to drive with me? No, we don't really have anyone to spare, right? Not currently, no. No, okay. I'll drive myself. This is a moment of growth for Tiffany. (laughs) That's good. I mean, also... Alan. Yeah. If there's one thing thing we know about the seahorse, I bet the auto drive is pretty good because real Tiffany drove a lot of them drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It is 100% true. The 
Day of the meeting, there's a storm off the coast. You can see it kind of out at sea. There seems to be dark, dark clouds uh, sort of covering the entire sky. But in the distance, you can see massive kind of green bolts of lightning jumping between clouds. For Declan and Honor System, you're kind of used to this weather pattern. Um, It's just been the way the world is. Alan, however, for you, each time there's a bolt of lightning, kind of like the hair on your arm stands up a little bit. You can kind of feel almost a, a glimpse of magic. Um, oh. like it's like being near a, a spell or another caster. So you're just kind of in a constantly, slightly oversensitive position of just kind of being constant. It's almost like a low-level static. Do I get the sense that the feeling is centered over the meeting place? No. Okay. It seems... Just general? Uh, yeah, like alarmingly general. Like when lightning cracks ah. overhead, you feel it as well. Okay. Um, yeah, it just seems to be kind of a general sense of magic outbursts. Maybe it's Captain Planeteer. <laughs> <laughs> with that in mind, you can get behind the wheel of the seahorse. Bourbon Sherbert's there with you. And he's like, just remember to keep your hands at 10 and 2 and you'll be fine. Bourbon, are you sure that's the most up-to-date version? <laughs> I have never driven a car. I'm a robot with no arms. Pretty sure it's been updated to 9 and 3. You look down at the steering wheel and it turns out there's actually the numbers 10 <laughs> and 2, but where we would think of 9 and 3 is specifically <laughs> labeled for rich idiots. Yeah, it just has, it's like the, the bottom of a pizza box with a hand to show you where to hold yeah. it. It's just like 2099. We haven't seen a clock face <clears throat> in generations. Yeah, so, <laughs> but, it, but it carried through. You can't leave it behind. Why are we still dealing with like a weird 24-hour clock? Why are we still talking in feet? There are a lot of things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you kind of grip the, the steering wheel and gradually ease the vehicle out and you begin to fly your way to the meeting point. Meanwhile, on the road, honor system, you're kind of scanning the traffic. I think the twists have spotters along the road. So you're kind of getting live updates. It's like a really shitty, broken version of Waze. But you're getting (laughs) updates about where the, the motorcade is. Alarmingly, it seems to be very heavily armored. You kind of expect it as much, but it really is two just under military grade escorts up front. The sort of armored limo that Bethany's in and then two more military grade vehicles kind of floating behind it. Okay. Uh, with the gang wars, she doesn't seem to be taking any, any chances. Any chances. There are also two smaller vehicles with the limo that seem to be like a black SUV. The spotters suggest that Bethany could theoretically be in any of the three. They're not sure which. Uh, I imagine we're all plugged into like a... Yeah, yeah, you've got your subdermals. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got like five vehicles. We don't know which one she's in. They're extremely heavily armed. Do we think we can actually do this just with like a couple of snipers? I mean, I believe in my own ability to shoot down one car very effectively. To shoot down three when I don't know which one to shoot at, and then there's an entire military escort. Can you run our odds there, Honor? If I go into that convoy with the van... One car should break off from the rest, and that's the car that you want to target. Keep in mind, they are flying in sort of mid-air traffic. So if you're to disrupt this, yes, they can turn. But basically, if a car randomly sideswipes a line of moving flying cars, there's going to be utter chaos and pandemonium. Oh, perfect. It's a busy busy highway. I was picturing empty. So no, busy, busy. Very, very busy. Um, Oh, then I like our ads much better. Mm. And the twist snipers can target one vehicle for you. So if you target one, honor system crashes one, the twist can target the third. There we go. That'll be the plan then. Yeah, let's fucking go for it. No, uh, if she bugs out back towards the city, Alan, this is an awkward thing, but we might have to test that crash foam and that seahorse if she starts <laughs> heading back. So if one gets away and bugs out, we know she's in it. You gotta ram it. <laughs> <laughs> 
However, we'll take the rest. Let's do this. I guess I'll line up on the first one. I'll take the back one. You'll take the back one. Sniper's middle. I'll go with the first one. Yeah. So snipers will target the limo. You'll target one of the SUVs and our system will target the other SUV. Yeah, correct? great. Okay. I'm waiting just outside the area, basically just off the highway, so yep. I can like get right on. And onto the nice there. thing about hover traffic is it would be very easy to just pull up and insert yeah. yourself. Yeah, great. Okay, the convoy comes down the road. You can see the military grade escorts. Think the hunter killer drones from Terminator. So just kind of big, sleek metal vehicles with multi-directional turbines. So vertical takeoff and landing systems, the ability to move more like a helicopter than like a jet. That said, they're single-person vehicles. Like, they're piloted. They're not okay. full of people. Two SUVs. Yeah, just think like a big black SUV with grabs uh, on the bottom. Tinted windows, obviously. One in front, one in the back. The limo, it's not a super long stretch limo, but it is a longer vehicle. Definitely a, a comfort ride. You can tell it's been reinforced for VIPs. Uh, it's got, like, little Rathburn flags up front. And then there's the two military vehicles in the back. So... Honor system, you're getting the pings as the target gets closer and closer and closer. And then amidst the traffic, you can see the kind of escort vehicles come into line. So how are you going to kick this off? Is it Declan taking a shot? Is it the car being rammed? I think since I'm closest, I should give... As a professional sniper, you've probably got the shot lined up. Yeah, I'm just waiting well ahead, yeah. for the best position. So I think, yeah, it'll go on honor system because he's got the trickiest timing of any of us. Okay. Yeah. So honor system, can you roll me a pilot check, please? Seven. The vehicles come into your line of sight, you floor it, and your vehicle lurches forward and just kind of at ramming speed, you smash into the back of the SUV. It immediately spins out and gets T-boned by another vehicle and begins to, both vehicles begin to kind of like plummet. Mm -hmm. Immediately, the escorts kind of turn guns on you. You will be another pilot check to maintain control of your vehicle. Ten. You ram it in such a way that they go spinning out, but you're able to air skid. Yeah. So you're kind of looping around the far side of the limo now. Uh, yeah. I, I like to think that because I'm gunning it from like cover, it's like yeah. I've parked in like the underbrush of like the trees and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And so the air highway is above us and I kind of come up from below and hit right. the SUV and I keep going up and then I dive back oh, down nice, below nice. the traffic okay, great. again. So you're weaving through traffic. Yeah. Awesome. Not okay. weaving like side to side, right? But weaving, weaving up and yes, down. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay, that's great. So as Honor System makes contact, Declan, do you open fire? Oh, I fire. I mean, yeah, it's it's designed to be like simultaneous. No one knows okay. what's happening. So chaos. roll me a shoot check, please. Fire in that execution shot. Still not great. Uh, <laughs> 11. You fire at one of the grabs. The vehicle tilts. You can tell it's still up, but it's kind of skidding into the lower lane of traffic. It kind of like skids off the roof of something, but you can tell that whoever's driving it is about to floor it. But it's damaged. Like, it's, it's sort of drifting into the thing. The other snipers take their shot. Two shots ping out of the distance and ricochet off the limo. The limo is very, very heavily armored. And with that, let's roll initiative. I'm still up ahead, right? So I'm not part of yeah, this? Yeah, I'm not, yeah. Not, not just yet, yeah, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, cool. And you're ahead of where the, you're closer to Fandolin? Yes. Okay. Yeah, what'd you guys get? It's a nat one. Ooh, goody. I got a nine. We're both doing great. I'm very far away. <laughs> <laughs> the limo's up first. You see a roof panel kind of slide away. And a security officer in heavy padded armor comes up with a chain gun. And he's going to crank it towards honor system and open fire. We're going to use your AC for the purposes of uh, cool. your vehicle. Uh, what is your AC? 16. 16? 
the chain gun just opens up just spitting laser fire and it rips through the side of your your vehicle your vehicle will take 24 points of damage which will essentially rip through the cabinet it's just a civilian vehicle so Mm -hmm. with no armor basically it starts to fall apart you can feel the engine burning. So that is the limo's turn, which brings us to honor system. I got to jump out of this thing. Can I bring it up above the limo so I can try and basically jump out of that and then land on the limo? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, because you're dope as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the engine's burning. You're getting like the, the yeah. alarm revs, but I think you have just enough momentum to kind of get one last mm-hmm. up. And then I think you reach up and pull down the sun visor mm. and Legion falls out into your hands. Oh, yes. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> and then you just shoulder your way out of the windshield. So kind of in slow motion, you leap from your vehicle at the limo. <laughs> uh, can you please roll me? What I basically want is kind of an athletics check, but it's also weirdly like a ninja roll. Roll me a skill check and add one, please. Okay. Nine. You kind of leap through the air. You've got your sword still sheathed, I think, probably, but yes. holding it. And then even though you're a giant robot, you land kind of shinobi style <laughs> uh, on the back of the limo. The whole limo tilts under your weight. But the machine gunner is where the back sunroof would be. So he's actually very close. Perfect. Close to you. I would love to just do that fantastic move. I can't remember. There is a name for it. It's like a whole fighting style, but it is basically to unsheathe your sword and strike at the same time. Like yep. it is a specific kind of martial art. Um, and uh, yeah, I would like to just execute like unsheathing my sword and just in a wide arc slash at All this right. soldier. Go ahead. 10 to hit. So unfortunately, a 10 will not do it. You slash, he kind of manages to get the gun in the way. Okay. Um, In that case, I I will use one of my special skills. I can't remember what it's called on the list here, but once per scene as an instant... I can negate a successful attack against me, mm-hmm. or I can turn a missed roll into a hit. Okay, amazing. So he manages to get the gun in the way. You use the sheath mm-hmm. to kind of bat that away. Just guide it. Yeah. Yep. And uh, you slash squarely across the chest. Go ahead and roll your, your damage. Oh, good. Uh, it's a six to hit. Or six. six damage, rather. You slice him in half. Oof. As you're kind of midair, his body sort of slumps and goes skittering off the side, trailing uh, guts and viscera. Mm. Um, <laughs> the machine gun, meanwhile, still has his hands on it. So it just starts spraying fire kind of for a second or two into the traffic around it, which means a bunch of cars begin to kind of fall. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> and crash into each other. So basically, it's, it's swirling chaos. So that brings us to the SUVs. So the one that's crashing is going to try and roll an emergency pilot check to regain some semblance of control and order. Oh, three. So the SUV that was rammed, it and the car that it's kind of bent around crash into the old highway and just kind of roll in a burning fireball of, of twisted metal <laughs> and kind of skitter to a stop at the edge. Uh, you're not sure if there are any survivors, but it down. Mm. Uh, so that's its turn. Okay, nobody's going to check on it. She's not in there. <laughs> um, so that brings us to the other SUV. The other SUV guns it. So this is the one deck that you managed to hit. This guy seems to have some skills. He's kind of weaving through traffic. I think this is like a slow descent, like without all the grabs, it's harder to stay afloat, but he really does seem to know what he's doing. So I'm going to roll pilot check to see how far he gets. He's going to move kind of one range band further away, mm. if that makes any sense. Everyone is traveling at the same pace. Now that there's chaos, the pace has slowed slightly, uh, but this guy's taking off. Declan, he's still within range, but only for this band. Yeah. Which brings us to the escort fighters. The front two are going to take off after the SUV. The back two are going to fly up to try and get a better bead on honor system. The problem is with the machine gun firing randomly and you running and the fact that it's the limo, they can't just like nuke it. Right. So you get the sense that they're kind of hovering above traffic looking to get a shot. 
uh, brings us to Declan. All right, so this has been a right shit fest, but <laughs> secretly very proud of Honor System. He's doing great. Uh, I've already turned. I'm like within foliage because I got to stay hidden because Declan versus Hunter Killers will be a really short fight. Mm. Uh, but I'm going to take my shot at the fleeing SUV because knowing people have gone to escort it, odds are they're not bluffing if they've pulled people away. If it was the limo, I think they'd have had a different response from the SUV. So my gamble is she's in the SUV. That is a nat one. However, once per scene, you can re-roll a failed skill check, taking the new roll, if better. <laughs> this is not a skill check. <gasps> this is not a skill check? No oh, skill checks. Use the D6. Oh, I can't keep track of the skill system. Okay, yep. cool. Unfortunately, no. So, Declan, you go to fire, and in the chaos of, of the last little while, uh, you know, you've been cleaning your gun, but not as regularly, and unfortunately, it jams. Fucking Frederick! Uh, <laughs> so, I'm going to need you to roll me a reload uh, yeah, cool. next, next round. Um, oh, the way we were doing reloads would be uh, I was rolling a D4 after every shot. So do we just want to count this as I have to reload next round? Yes. Beautiful. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So that brings us to the top of the round. Now, Alan, the SUV is coming into your view. Mm-hmm. Line. And you, and you hear through your ear, fucking Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> it's got two escort fighters that are kind of trailing it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's hauling ass down the road. I think I want to dive below it. I want to try to ram it from below. Okay. Just seeing where like people can see just just in terms of like basically their vision cone. Their blind it's spot. Like, yeah, I, I feel like coming from the bottom would be okay. more effective. Uh, I also go- don't want to do like a head-on collision with this speeding vehicle because I think that would be bad that for, is entirely for, fair. for me. <laughs> um, okay, so can you roll me a pilot check, please? <laughs> okay. Hey, double sixes minus one, so 11. <laughs> That is all God right. Damn. And she drives better than Honor System right out the gate. So um, she Neo Tokyo drifts. She's, yeah. got her, she's got her hands at nine and three. Yeah. Um, so, Alan, I think um, you're kind of like gripping the steering wheel. You're driving. You can hear Declan screaming and like obscenities. In the distance, you see like a bunch of explosions. And I think as you kind of drop into focus, you actually take your hands off the wheel and you're kind of using like Mage Hand to guide. Mm. The wheel is essentially mm-hmm. easier than you trying to stunt drive is you trying to accomplish something using magic. Yeah, totally. Um, so I think you just kind of like eventually you're, you're just kind of doing like the, the magneto controlling things kind of hands. And it's less that you're consciously thinking weave left, weave right. It's more so to come up from underneath. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so sure enough, you just pull straight up under this SUV and impact it. So here's my question to you. What do you try and do on impact? I will. I'm trying to get it basically away from its two escort buddies. Do we have buildings around? No, you're on kind of a long stretch of vertical highway along the coast. Mm. Can always go out to sea. Take to the sea. Keep it secret. (laughs) Yeah, keep it safe. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons 2099 features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. The system we're playing is called Stars Without Number, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are Core Collapse and Sanctuary of the Sky Gods by Nathaniel Yverne, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Now I'm off to do future things before we return for the next episode of... 
Dum-dums and dragons. $20.99. Dum-dums and dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, Jason Denson, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. So now what am I supposed to believe? Is any of this for real? Well, it looks to me like you're trying to hide. Yeah, my mom always said, don't trust anybody. Maybe they'd want to know where you're hiding out tonight. Did you get stuck? Thank you for returning my license, Joseph. That ding-dang detector pulled you. But she was married, you know. Stop being a little prick. Do you have your doubts? All right, kids. Say goodbye to Uncle Joseph. I'll handle it. Whoa, whoa, whoa there, buddy. Just say how sorry we are to hear about your parents. Why is she talking about you having a mustache? You want to take a walk? Three complete seasons of Dirt, an audio drama, are now available to binge wherever you listen to podcasts or at dirtaudiodrama.com.